remember the day that I came to you and asked for my dreams. And you told me yes and said don't complain when you get the things that come with it. I prayed for success, this comes with it. I'm chasing my dreams, but what does that mean if I am not happy? Thought this what I wanted, but it don't appeal to my satisfactions. It don't appeal to my satisfactions. But if I keep on going and I keep on moving, I know things will change. If I persevere and I keep pursuing things, they gotta change. Happiness can wait, gotta build up my name, gotta build up my name Where am I going? From here I don't know I need direction, show me where to go Gotta get back where I started, without you all I see is darkness And you're not to blame for these hardships, I'm coming back home to your heart, yeah What's up, everybody? It's episode 12 of the Gifted Connection podcast. I am back. Uh, it's been a little minute. <laughs> I think I it's been about three weeks or so, maybe close to it, uh, long enough. And everybody's been asking, you know, where's the show? You know, do you still have a show? What we're doing? Uh, we still have a show. <laughs> we can always have a show. Uh, I'm never going to, you know, turn my back on people that I said I would help. And, you know, the the change I want to make, you know, I'm gonna commit to that. And I'm gonna talk about that in this show. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of give you all a chance to kind of chew on what I'd already covered and, and kind of already uh, gone over in the first 10, 11 episodes. You know, I gave an hour a piece almost uh, over 10, 12 hours of content. If you count those Monday mind shifts in there, it's a lot of content out there and that's a lot to absorb. And I want you to be able to get it and use it. I don't want to overfeed you you know, to the point where you're not using all of the nutrients, you know, I, I want you to be able to to work with this stuff and, and make it your lifestyle like it's mine. You know, I give you on this show, I give you my lifestyle. You know, I'm not just a person who's in this for entertainment or, or and that's what the thing. I didn't want you to be entertained. I'm not a person that just oh, I just want to do this. I want to be heard. I want to be seen. Not that not me at all. Now, this is my lifestyle. That's why it's so easy for me to do it, because a lot of the things that I'm covering on here. Uh, they've been concepts in my life, uh, things I've experienced and just things I live by. I give you my lifestyle and it takes a while to develop a lifestyle. I think some people think they can read a book or they can read an article or a Facebook post or they can just start a diet or they can listen to a podcast and they have lifestyle. No, it takes a while to develop lifestyle. Some of the show titles that you read when I talk about mastering emotions and, and that kind of thing, I had to learn how to do that. And it's still a learning process, but I had to learn how to 
uh, develop lifestyle practices. And so I didn't want to overfeed where you can't even remember what I said two weeks ago because you're just, you know, being entertained. I want to give you some time with that stuff. And I did want to uh, shorten it. You know, I, I realized that I, I take up an hour of your of your time. It's 24 hours in a day, you know, <laughs> and if you listen to me, you got 23 left. So um, but we spend our time doing a lot of things. So <laughs> I can't really stay on that too long, but I don't want to always just, you know, go as long. So I've been trying to look at formats and kind of how, how I can reduce the time. Uh, but I am excited about a lot of people who have uh, started a podcast, started YouTube channels as a result of this show. There are a lot of people who listen, you know, that I didn't even know listened. And they messaged me and said, you know, I'm going to start my my work. I'm not going to put everybody out there until y'all actually produce y'all's first episode. But it's been like three or four people, uh, even Marcus Black. Like he said, he was putting it off and he, and he has his podcast out. If you haven't heard uh, his podcast, uh, go follow Marcus Black. Listen to his podcast and just uh, support everybody. It's, it's, it's a lot of people trying to give you life hacks and, and just practices that can advance you. I think this next generation is going to be the generation that moves everything. You know, we, we've, we've been stuck. Uh, we've, we've blamed the economy. You know, we, we've, we've blamed a lot of things. <laughs> and I think this generation is about to do away with the blame and just take ownership. But you have to start developing the practices now. And so it's a lot of people out there trying to give you what you need to move forward and trying to encourage you. A lot of fans of this show are now doing what they said they were going to do. You know, and it makes me happy. It makes me proud to know that you can give me, you know, a piece of credit for that motivation. Just like saying, hey, when I listen to this, I start to do this. And that's all it's about helping everybody else. If, if your vision uh, doesn't do anything for humanity you know I'm, I'm going to say that may not be from God you may need to check that uh, if, if it's not going to carry someone else or make their load lighter or put you know them in a position to be better than they were before they encountered what you have to offer you may need to reconsider and that may be why you're failing or struggling because you're not in it to impact people and I think you have to get to that point where you're impacting someone else and changing their life. That's how that that's that's what God would have us to do. You know, we're not uh, saved by our good works. Instead, we're saved to perform works. We're saved on assignment like we're here because we have something to do that is good from a good God. I don't know if people really always understand that because we're so taught we have to be good. You know, it's not works that can save you, but you are saved to do your work. And so I'm here doing my work uh, and I hope that it's good. That's my goal until I die is to do my my work uh, until God would have me and call me to to something else. But anytime I'm in a position uh, or a season that he has me in, I'm going to do the best that I can do. And you have to do the same thing. So that's what this show is about. And so I'm glad that people like Marcus uh, is 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 being able to express you know other lanes uh another thing nothing real quick real quick um a lot of people are asking about like designs and what do you do and how do you get logos and all of this kind of crazy stuff because when you embark on if it's entrepreneurship especially or if it's your business you're your own brand at some point in your life you have to recognize that you are your brand even if you work for someone else 
that's your occupation or as Miles Monroe taught, that's your preoccupation because you're preoccupied until you start doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, if even if you have that, you're still your own brand and branding uh, in our generation in, in, in this uh, century is digitized. And so a lot of times you have to outsource what you can't do. And what you realize as an entrepreneur is that you can't do everything. Okay, I want you to realize that you can't do everything. There are some things you do well, and there are some some things you uh, don't do well. And so uh, you have strengths and you have weaknesses is what I'm saying. And when it comes to your brand, I don't want you to spend a lot of time in your weak areas. That's a mistake I used to make uh, even a long time ago when I would like do YouTube videos like a long, long, long time ago. Uh, It takes a lot of effort and time back then to upload a YouTube video and to do editing and all of that. And that's just a weak area of mine. Even if you know how to do something, it can still be a weak area. You know, this talking stuff is a strong for me, but when I have to go and actually edit, it's like, I don't really want to do that. I wish I could pay someone to do that. And so what I've learned with branding is that's, um, uh, something that a lot of people are strong in and they may not be strong in the entertainment side, but, uh, with your brand, they can help you with your brand. And so, uh, I know a lot of people who see the uh, cover art for this podcast. Like, where'd you get that done? How'd you get that done? Uh, my uh, friend, child from my childhood, we went to the same church together. Uh, his name is Devin. Um, Dev the Designer is his name on Instagram. So it's at Dev the Designer. He does a lot of my work, uh, a lot of my branding stuff. Very talented, has a passion for this. Uh, and if you go to him right now, he's offering a 10% discount. Mention the uh, use the code gifted, just G I F T E D. I think I spelled it right. I can't spell it in my head, y'all. But the code is gifted, or just mention my name, and he's offering 10% off of the uh, cartoons like you see on the cover art. And I don't know what else he's offering with logos and things like that. But uh, yeah, if you go to him and you want a cartoon or you want something special done, mention the code gifted. He's a friend of this show. Mention the code gifted. It's at Dev the Designer. I put his name in the show notes. Uh, I wouldn't refer you to anybody that I didn't think could produce. So if I refer anybody to somebody that I've used and I've used some good people and I've used some not so good people. So if I'm bringing it to my show, um, it's because I trust them with your vision and your brand, just like I trust them with mine. So uh, mention the code gifted It's at Dev the designer. His name is Devin Spencer. If you can find him any kind of way, if not, just message me. But you should be able to find him on IG. I know for sure. Uh, just mention the code gifted on my name and he'll get you 10% off. You can get your cartoon, get your cover art, get get your, um, what is it, flyer done, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Devin is real good with that. And that's his that's his vision. That's his, you know, that's a part of his goals and vision for himself. So I like to promote or cross promote, you know, people who have something that I'm not skilled in. I'm, a, I'm always outsourcing with very quickly. You'll learn that. Uh quicker you learn that you don't have to do everything when it comes to your your vision and your dream you don't have to do everything man find somebody who can and build you a solid team that's really a that's really a cheat code because so many people get hung up on i gotta build a website and i gotta get the logo and i gotta do this and i gotta get the shirt if you can build you a team the quicker the better and so uh devin is someone that i trust with when with graphics 
And so if you're looking for a graphic designer, like I said, they have the designer, mention the code gifted and then go from there. And um, if you have a business, if you have something that you want me to mention and you're a friend of the show, let me know. And we'll try to get you on here. You know, that's what it's all about. Promoting everybody. But that's all the <laughs> uh, intros and announcements that I have. Uh, we're going to get into the show. See, that's 10 minutes right there. <laughs> that's why I'd be an hour. Cause I'd be going too long in the intro. But that's 10 minutes right there. But I, like I said, I got to get that stuff out the way. And, you know, even in episode 12, I still have a lot to cover sometime before I start talking. But, you know, we'll move on. We'll get we'll get there. Um, on this episode, I kind of wanted to discuss uh, faithfulness, you know, and and that's really like a concept that I think a lot of people struggle with because you don't really um, understand how crucial it is to stay faithful to something that you can see, but you can't touch. And that's really, really like we don't we don't we're not really trained in faithfulness. We have a microwave society uh, that came with, you know, in our lifetime, the <laughs> I want it now. I want it hot. I'll heat it up and I can eat. You know, we have that in, in our uh everyday lives our careers our relationships you know everything we want is fast fast service fast food you know we jump we jump and we're not really uh faithful because we have we don't have the character building uh properties in us to remain faithful when things don't go as planned and so i think covering that uh today is kind of something it's kind of something that's been on my heart because even myself i've been in a season where it's up and down up and down it's been an up and down year and through it all i've had to remain faithful to what i said you know i had to honor my words and keep my word to myself but the faithfulness is the hardest part uh, because we've we've seen that that meme or that post where people say uh the day you plant the seed isn't the day you eat the fruit and some of us would have a problem uh problem rather planting you know we're all good when it comes to that but we have a problem waiting for fruit to be produced. We have a problem being faithful and patient, you know, with the process. And that's really, really, really a tough part uh, of the journey. And people don't tell you that, like the times where they were waiting, you know, waiting to be called, waiting to be next waiting to be seen waiting to be received they don't tell you that god planted a seed with them and they trusted him and they're in a period where nothing's happening you know a lot of times like i said there's no uh overnight success but success always looks like it was done overnight because people don't see the parts where you're waiting they don't see the the (laughs) <laughs> the nothingness you know they you drop some in the dirt they come back and it's a plant and they admire the plant nobody admires what the plant went through nobody admires how long it took the fruit to produce like it's like we just want in a microwave oven overnight success type mentality and it's tough because uh faith even in your Christian walk, faith is crucial and faith is important. 
you know, even in the Bible, you know, you have faith, hope, love. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. And faith is the substance. And so uh, people who don't have faith actually lack substance. And I would hate to send you out into the world, into society, uh, preaching your gift and preaching your vision and preaching your hopes and dreams and telling people to believe in you. And you lack substance. I would hate to do that. Because sometimes people are cool with the thing they can't see. They don't have substance. though. And faithfulness to a vision that only you can see is actually what makes you legit. Like if you want to know who's a phony, who's a fake, who's a fraud and who's real, see if they can remain faithful. When they tell you their waiting season, like the season where nothing was working out, the season where nothing was taken off, the season where they couldn't get booked, the season where they couldn't get a gig, the season where nobody wanted to hear their music and nobody wanted to buy their shirts and nobody wanted them to come to their salon and get their hair done. Like you can see if they're legit by their faith. Cause faith makes you legit. And so when what you really have to understand is it's crazy because uh I was in uh Nashville with my family this weekend and you know when you're out of town you take a gps everywhere you go you 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 have to when you don't know where you're going you take a gps everywhere you go and the crazy thing about nashville tennessee is they got construction all over the city they was worse than dallas like it's construction everywhere you you know every route that the gps would take us it was full of construction and i was like man it's crazy like everywhere we go is construction like we you know you can't go nowhere and uh, at the event, I was talking to one of the guys from Dallas and I was like, man, how you like in Nashville? How you deal with the traffic? And he was like, man, I take the back roads. He was like, I just take the back roads. <laughs> He's like, I don't sit in the traffic. I take the back roads. And I thought about it like in success, there is no back roads. Like once you get your vision, like God don't tell you the back roads. You have to be able to sit into in the traffic. You don't get to take the back roads and it's frustrating. Traffic is frustrating because you're most times you're in a rush or you have a time that you think you should be there. Or a time somebody told you to be there for something. And the same with your vision. When God reveals the vision to you, you actually put a time on it. He doesn't. So you're in a race. <laughs> you're in a race against the time that you set for a vision God gave. Does that make sense? So you feel like you're late because you put a time on it. God told you what to do, where to go. He just didn't say how long, when it would happen. Like there was no prophetic. It was just like, this is what you'll do. This is the vision. Like these are the things you've seen. And like, this is what you trust that God said to you. And you believe this with all of your heart. And he didn't give a time you did. And then he puts like he gave other people around you visions as well. And they get on the quest the same time. It seems like as you do. And it creates traffic. And people, for some reason, hate sitting in traffic because they're usually trying to get somewhere by a certain time. 
And so what you've done is created a stress on yourself because you feel like you're not moving, but traffic moves. You created a stress on yourself because it's like, well, I'm going slow. Even though I'm going, I'm not going as fast as I want to go. That's really what what you're saying. And then there's no back roads. You don't know another route because you've never been to this place before. You've never been this far out on your vision, like on your journey. You've never like you've never been here before. You're unfamiliar with the territory. So you have to go the directed route like you have to go the way God said and you're not in control. There are no back roads. You have to go like this way. That's frustrating to remain faithful and to sit tight. Because God gave you the vision and he didn't give you the time. That's very frustrating. And we have to be able to talk about things like that because some of us, we try to detour. Because we're in a rush. We don't even know why we're in a rush. We're in a rush to success. You really have to take the timeline off of success. And just develop the mentality of going that way. You can set goals and you can set short term goals and 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 put a time limit on those but the ultimate vision is up to God God promotes when he wants to promote he opens doors when he wants to open doors and he will move you out of a jam when he's ready a lot of times the traffic is what builds your character and if you can learn to sit in it and not rush the vision that God Revealed to you You'll be better off when you get there Sometimes there's character building In traffic Because there are no back roads And the quicker that you realize that I think the stronger you are Because the reality of it is The minute or the moment rather That God gives you vision He doesn't give you everything. Like he, the day he gives you the vision, he doesn't fulfill it. So you see it and you want to go fulfill it tomorrow. (laughs) Like you don't have a dream one night and then wake up and, and you're able to do it. There's work. There's a process. And most of us, we haven't fallen in love Uh, With the process that comes with visions that we get. So I think it would do us. um, It would do us um, some good rather to fall in love with the process that comes with visions. To fall in love with the waiting game, to fall in love with the traffic to fall in love with the nose because they're going to come and if you're always looking for an escape a detour a back road you know something that will get you there faster you'll always miss out on the development that God wants to do through you 
And so faithfulness to your vision is very uh, crucial. Faithfulness, period, reveals character. Faithfulness alone makes you legit. It's the same in a relationship. Can they be faithful to you when you're not who you used to be? When you're not acting like you normally do. When you make decisions that go against the relationship. Can you be faithful to your friends when they stray away? When you start to grow old and disagree and go your separate ways, can you still be faithful to those friends? Because faithfulness makes you legit. And a lot of us, we don't have uh, faithfulness because we lack a true love. We actually lack a true love for who God said we are and what he said we could have. People will tell you all the time that they love you. But their faithfulness will show it. Just like I love God, but your faithfulness will show it. And so you have to have and develop a love for what you do. A lot of people are saying, I love, you know, they love. I love what I do. I love what I do. It's my passion. It's my dream. This is my this is my goal. This is the reason why God put me here on this earth. I'm supposed to be doing this. I love this. I love it. They tell you they love it. And a faithfulness test will reveal otherwise. They just tell you they love. Oh, I love what I do. I love what I do. I love this is. I, I put. I put this on everything. My heart in this. I put my whole heart in this. Faithfulness says otherwise. If you say you love something, be prepared for a faithfulness test. Because I, be, I just believe we don't really consider all forces and factors. That will come our way just because we say we love what we do. Some of us actually like the idea. We're in love with the idea. We're in love with our own potential. We're in love with the vision once it's fulfilled. We're in love with the destination and not the process. Even people who say they love you. Some people love what you could be. They love where they think you're going. And they may not be able to be faithful to the person you are right now. They may not be able to be faithful uh, during a season where you don't produce what you may have the potential to produce later. Because, see, what we miss is that when you say you love what you do. You 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 love. This you love this dream you love this goal this vision like what i set out to do my heart is in it you know they love their church they love their kids they love their family i love the ministry i love this i love and we forget that the bible said that love is patient <laughs> love is patient yet when we're in a situation, we want to take the back roads. But we love what we do. 
but we're not patient. And so my question is, can you be patient with the gift that God has given you and with the assignment that he's entrusted you with? Because it's nothing if like you say you love it, but love is long suffering. Love is kind. Some of you are angry and that's fueling what you do. You don't really love what you do. You're doing it because you're mad at them and they said you couldn't do it. And let me tell you, anger is an emotion, so it'll change. It's it's an emotion, so it has motion. What happens when anger turns into joy? Will you still be able to produce at a high level when you're not mad at nobody no more? Like, can you still produce at a high level when you don't have naysayers, when you don't have these imaginary haters that everybody says they have? When you like when you when the emotion switches and you ain't mad, do you love what you do? Because love is kind. Don't let like the opinion of someone else fuel your desire to do something and then you say you love it. That's not love. That's passion. And y'all have been confusing love and passion for so long. Y'all been confused because see like vision is the source of passion. So you get a passion for something you've seen like you can have passion, but that don't mean you love it. A lot of people got passion for you. They don't love you. They have a passion for Christ. They don't love Christ. Because passion and love are different. You need them both on this journey. But you can't have one without the other. You need them both. But they're not a substitute, is what I'm saying. And so you have to have this mentality of love being patient and not just in a romantic love or an erotic love or this, you know, person to person love, but love being patient in things that you love. Love being kind. Love being long suffering, love enduring and persevering. You can't tell me you love what you do if you won't endure and persevere. You see what I'm saying? Like you have to have perseverance. You have to be able to take a note. You saying you love what you do, but you can't take a note. You saying you love what you do, but the first time somebody don't support you, you done. There's no perseverance. There's no long suffering. There's no like you saying like you love what you do, but the first time you fail, you quit. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Switch that and say like love doesn't keep a record of the mistakes that I even make myself. So if I'm gonna love what I do, if I'm going to fall in love with this process. I have to be patient. I have to endure. I can't keep a wreck. Like you have to develop a love, a true love for the journey that comes with purpose and vision. Because some of us are aborting our purpose, our our, our intended uh, vision, the design that God, uh, how he designed us, what he designed us to do. Like we're aborting it. Because we really haven't fallen in love and we don't have the character of love. 
And sometimes before that big breakthrough, before that elevation, God is trying to trying to develop rather love in you. Because if you can develop the principles of love and everything that it is, that will sustain you when you get to the next level. That will sustain you in your relationships with people, with consumers, in the spirit, with the body of Christ. It will sustain you in your relationships, your romantic relationships. You have to learn love. And I don't mean like treat people right. Okay, I love you. The principles of love. That's where a lot of us are failing. We're not learning the principles of love. We have desire. We don't have love. We have passion, but we don't have love. And so I want us to be a group of people that not only says we love uh, what we do, but we follow through with a love that can endure. Because the road ahead is long. It's full of a lot of things, twists and turns and that things happen. And what God is trying to say, like, if you love me, if you trust me, if you learn love during this process, when you've made the money, like when you've when you receive the vision and you fulfill it, like it's love that would have carried it. We hear we hear all kind of scriptures on, you know, God is love or for God so loved the world. He gave. He gave. But I want you to put the substance of faith with the love. If you love me, you'll do what? Keep my commandments. Some of you have no commandments. You have no commandments to yourself. So you don't have to keep anything. Like if you love me, you'll keep my, if you love me, you'll wake up early. If you love me, you'll go to bed early. If you love me, you'll eat right. If you love me, you'll forgive. If you love me, you'll drink your water. <laughs> if you love me, you'll, for, you, you'll, you'll love your neighbor. If you love me, you'll honor your word. If you love me, you'll give. If you love me, you'll be a steward of your money. If, if you love me, you'll study. If you love what you do, you'll build these commandments and keep them. If you love, you'll pray. The amount of people who have a vision that they want God to fulfill and they lack a prayer life blows my mind. Who's about to help you? <laughs> you want us to do something that you ain't even asked God to do? It makes me wonder, like, do you even have a plan for this? If you have something that only you see, you ain't and you ain't talking to God about it. Or if you say God showed you a vision and you don't consult with him on a regular basis, I'm having trouble with that. The amount of people who want something but can't pray. is shocking. And I don't mean they can't ask God like they don't have a prayer life. scary but it's the truth because it's the thing you have to have a plan 
because plans offer direction. And how can God give direction to something you haven't mapped out? But also, how can God give direction to someone who's not considering his voice? You have to pray. Because the prayer life lets you know what's up ahead. The prayer life is like that woman on the GPS. She'll tell you everything. They know how much traffic, where the cops are sitting. Like the GPS is smart because they can see what you can't see. Like these drones, they take these pictures. GPS can see everything. And so you have to trust God as the voice that's driving you. That comes with a prayer life. And most people who lack a prayer life, they lack a principle of love. Most people who really, 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 really love God, they pray. I hope that didn't offend you, but that's the truth. I, 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 I do love God and I don't pray like I, I you got a passion for God. Because if you love me, you'll talk to me. You don't have no boyfriend or girlfriend that you love and you don't talk to. Don't play yourself. We have to develop love for what we do, for what we say. We have to develop a love for the process. Because there's no straight journey. If anything that's that you can expect, it's going to be change. Like one of the things that's consistent is change. So something can and will change. You better have love during a period of change. Because change is coming. You have to know that. And you need to develop a love for what you're designed to do, what you're called to do, because change is inevitable. It's coming. So this week, I want you to ask yourself. Do I really love the things that I love? My patient, my kind. Like, do I have patience with the process? Am I fueled by kindness? Am I fueled by what somebody said I couldn't do? Am I fueled by rejection and anger? Do I have long suffering? Can I endure? Love isn't boastful. There's no pride in it. Like, evaluate the love. Do you have a healthy love for what comes with the vision that God showed you? That's where we're going to stop. That's what I want you to ponder on before the next show. Because we can, we can, we can discuss all of the other identity and decisions and relationships but it's going to boil down to love at some point for you
Because if you don't love this, I know you'll quit. Look at our relationships. Look at our marriages. Look at our world. We flaky. Because we, we run off of inspiration. We run off of motivation. We run off of passion, but we don't run off of love. And I can tell you, people who have like a deep love, other people who don't have it, they don't understand it. <laughs> Why you always do that? Why you eat that? Why you say that? Why you always do the same thing at this time? I love it. Same with your relationships. You'll know somebody love you when you have to sit in traffic and wait for a person. Wait for them to be who you God said they were going to be. Wait for them to forgive you. Wait for like, wait till you have to sit in traffic in a relationship. Wait till you can't see what's up ahead and everything has slowed down. Just keep waiting. During a period where nothing is happening, seeds have been have been planted and nothing is happening. Seeds have been planted. You've watered them. Sunlight is shining on them and nothing is growing. You'll see if somebody really loves you. God is trying to see what you love, who you love. And he'll put you in a position where nothing happens. And so if you're at a standstill, you need to be asking yourself, do I need to reevaluate what I said? Do I really love? That's where we're going to pick up on the next show. I want you to think about that. Ponder on that. Chew on that. Meditate on that. Like, do you love? Can you really say, I love what I do? I love who I'm becoming. This is my purpose and I love it. I'm in love with it. Even if I'm at a standstill. Can you be faithful? <laughs> because we want you to be legit. Like we want to believe in you. But you have to assure us that you can be faithful to what you said. You love. There are no back roads. There are no shortcuts. There's a person in front of you and there's a person behind you. You got to sit tight. You can't go into a panic. You can't throw your hands up. You can't huff and puff. You can't complain. It's just traffic and you will get there. God gave you a vision. He didn't say when. That's the beautiful thing about God. He doesn't reveal everything to you. And the moment you surrender that, you'll get further. The moment you can surrender to God what you don't know and why you don't know it and be OK with not knowing God's ways, you move through this life. Because what God wants you to do is trust what I said. Just trust what I said. If I told you everything, it would take away your need to trust me. It would take the pressure off if you knew every little thing. I want you to just trust me because it's me who said. So that's where we are this week. 
faithfulness is what makes you legit. That faithfulness is going to be the substance of what you say you love. give you a few days to ponder on that and then we pick back up with another episode this is episode 12 gift connection podcast y'all be blessed I just want them fighting.